The following podcast is an Embassy Row production. Thank you for listening to Scissoring Isn't a Thing. The episode that you're about to listen to was recorded before COVID-19 took over the globe. Our hearts go out to everybody that's been affected, and we encourage you guys to follow CDC protocol. We hope the show can lighten your mood and maybe even expand your mind. You might learn a thing or two about what it means to be a part of the LGBTQ plus community and the people supporting it. We sure did. You'd be surprised, guys. For some people, scissoring is a thing. Thanks for listening. Well, 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 this is a new venture for both of us. I'm Darren Karp. And I'm Liz Cully. And welcome to Scissoring Isn't a Thing, which I gotta say, I'm so excited. And it's one of those titles that whenever you tell someone scissoring isn't a thing, no matter what's it about or what you're gonna do, people always have a reaction oh, to it. Oh, 100%. I, right? I mean, it definitely... <laughs> It definitely is a conversation starter. Well, it is. So um, I'm Darren Karp. I have worked with Andy Cohen for the past nine years. I'm his assistant. I also have my own people TV show called Reality Check, where I get to interview a lot of reality stars. And I was introduced to the lovely Liz Cully by our <laughs> mutual friend, Sarni, who's also a producer on the show. And we fell in love. And Liz, Liz, give a little bit about your background so the fans can know. I know. Well, I jo- I was joking with Sarni. She's like, okay, introduce yourself. I'm like, okay, well, I'm definitely not Andy Cohen's assistant. Um, I would say that I'm like a media veteran at this point. Yes. I've been a digital media producer, writer, uh, business development and partnerships person. I work at Bustle Digital Group. Um, I've had a show called Getting Nailed. I've hosted the X Games. She works I- for every brand you've ever heard of <laughs> in the middle. She's the salesperson of the year, West I Coast was, partner- Partnerships. Um, yeah, no, and I, you know, I worked in YouTube really early on. Uh, I worked at MySpace. So you get the game. I get the game. I've been in and out. I probably know your favorite celebrity or like C D list celebrity personally. Oh, definitely my D list. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm. We fell in love, man. We and here we love. are. And um, I identify as a lesbian and you identify as? Well, I identify as bisexual. Okay. For now. And you're married to a woman. I'm married to a woman. Just got married this year, which and, is exciting. And not that that changes, you know, the weight of anything, but we just kind of like to give a little bit of background because this podcast is really meant to kind of like deep dive, not only into like gender stereotypes, labeling, yeah. uh, sexuality, because we often had this argument. I think this is one of the first things that Liz and I bonded over over lunch was Liz has beautiful cool nails like yeah. like nail art <laughs> like it's literally every time I see you it's different and it's intricate and I couldn't even imagine doing it and I think <laughs> I said something jokingly to you and I was like you can't be a lesbian because you have long nails and you were like I've got no complaints. And I was like, this is why I love this person. I did. And the way we tackle certain things, I mean, we have a great relationship, but like you were like, oh yeah, my wife, Rachel, uh, believes that, you know, is scissoring like is a real thing. And I was like, it's not. And you're like, no, 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 it is. And I was like, mm, it's I not. Know. Well, and, and you know, we're two women, not necessarily cut from the same cloth, but but similar. Yeah. And uh, you can have sort of two different opinions about the same thing that feels objective, but it's not at all. And so on this podcast, we're really going to interview a lot of, all walks of life. Amazing people. Yeah. Amazing people. And we're so excited to go on these in-depth conversations because I think for me, you know, I grew up on the L word. I grew up on like, that was sort of my only, which I found later. Like, I think what's great about our stories is like, you came out when you were like 19, 19. Yeah. I did not really come out until I was in my late twenties. I think we, we have such interesting backgrounds Mm -hmm. of how we identify in with our sexuality. And I think that's, what's really exciting about the podcast is that 
when we have people on, like everybody has a different story. I think now in 2020, sexuality and gender is so discussed and talked about. I mean, gender isn't even a thing anymore. To I know. People. You know, it, it's a concept. It's not like it's not a thing, but it's it's not as hard and fast, I think, certainly 10 years ago, I no, want to say. I would even I, say five years maybe ago. Maybe five, gender was male or female, which is different than sex. and uh, well, Which we talk about. It's the, which we definitely talk about. Sex and gender nowadays I mean, you could argue they've always been separate, but certainly certainly in the nomenclature and the zeitgeist, they are absolutely two different things. Sex is what you're born with. It's chromosom- chromosomal, whereas gender is really a construct. Yeah. And uh, it's it, you're not born with a gender. It's kind of how you identify outside of what you were born as. Is that totally? That's yeah, what you would say? I, I would say so. And I think, well, you know, in this podcast, what we'll dive into is everybody has a different answer. I yes. think when also when you're asked some questions like how do you identify or what do you think about gender? it kind of gets you really thinking about what it means to you or what it doesn't mean to you. And so I'm really excited to hear what our guests say. And and, and the interesting conversations I think that we've had on this podcast so far are like a lot of the double standards. Totally. And, you know, what might work in a bisexual relationship, what might work in a lesbian relationship, what might work in a queer relationship could be completely different than anything else. And everyone sort of has these different standards of what's important. And we really want to take the time to talk to all the interesting people that we are friends with and not friends with. With and trying to be friends <laughs> new friends, with. new friends, new friends, old friends, and figure out their own vulnerabilities and how they came out, or if they even call it coming out. Some yeah. people didn't come out but are gay just because they felt like they never needed to come out of something that they always just identified as that. And I think that that's truly special and precious. And certainly, growing up on the L word, I never really thought outside of that there was a lot of forward-facing lesbian content that was so that was so identifiable as lesbian content and I really was ripe for it and you know now sort of being in my 30s we're both in our 30s I feel like I have enough experience to at least have conversations with people about I've had all different types of relationships and I really want to bring a new I don't want to say just lesbian content but queer content in general to the public. And that's what we're trying to do with scissoring isn't a thing. Yeah. I'm really thankful for all the people that are listening. Um, Absolutely. So far, please keep listening. Um, definitely follow our Instagram S I A T podcast. Yes. It's the same on Twitter as scissoring well. Scissoring isn't a thing. Well, you know, it was funny cause I was like registering the handles. Um, yes. And scissoring isn't a thing is like damn near 30 characters. And so I simplified it for all of us. Um, yeah, so well, you kind of have to. Definitely follow us there. Follow me. Listen to Liz. And follow me at Carpe Darren. Did you check to see if at scissoring was taken? Yeah, it is. Oh, who has that? I don't know. I, you know. That's so I, We got to get them on. We should get them on. <laughs> it doesn't even matter if they're famous or not. I just want to talk to them being like, what made you choose oh, at God. scissoring? You know what? It's some dude in a basement. Yeah. No, it definitely <laughs> is. Well, that's sort of the point, right? I think most people, most at least in my experience, most men always, you know, when I come out or say that I'm a lesbian or they hear me identifying as that, you know, the number one question that I feel like I get asked is how do women have sex with All each other? All the time. Well, and that's like one of the catalysts for this podcast, Exactly. Right? It's like, we're like, how many, and also, you know, just to share a quick story and you and I were texting about it the other day. Yes, we were. Is I know where you're I, going. You know where I'm going with yes. this. I was in... Darren and I were just in New York together. We recorded a bunch of episodes and I went out to dinner and I was talking about how I had just gotten married. And this um, 
woman sitting next to me who had very pretty hair, but (laughs) apparently is a complete moron, looked at me and goes, oh, you just got married. And before I could even say yes, and she had heard me talking about the fact that I was married to a woman, asked me if we had sex with other people. And I was like, and I kind of paused. Right. And I don't know if it, if it hadn't been for this podcast and the conver- and our relationship and the conversations that we're having, I don't know if this would have been my response. But I looked at her and I'm like, do you ask straight people that? Well, I think that's the best question, <laughs> and that's right? that's like why we have this podcast. I'm Be- like, dude, what are you saying to me right it's now? It's so true. And for me, you know, when you were texting me this originally, I took the question and reading it is different than hearing it. You say it. I took the question as, she thought, because in the gay community, in the queer community community in general, I don't want to speak for, I don't want to make generalizations, but in order to have a conversation, I feel like you need to have a, a general working knowledge. I feel like it's more accepted to not necessarily be monogamous. It's more accepted to be a little bit more open. Certainly in the gay male community, I know that. Like Definitely in the gay male. I don't know about lesbians. I'm not sure. So but. I'm using queer as just a general rule because I don't okay. want to say it's just males. But for the most part. And so originally when you told me that, I thought she was asking it as being like, is this a thing that just happens? And like, are you just so open and fluid in the gay community that you can just have sex with other people as opposed to it being clearly, and I hear it now, I hear it now, two women can't possibly have sex together. So how do you get your rocks off? You must have sex with other people. And that is so utterly rude. It was really rude. And I'm glad you flipped it on its head and asked her, do you ask heterosexual people that? Did she have a response? She's like, um, yeah, I mean, I just like, and I just, you know, I was at a very lovely fancy dinner party. So I just immediately checked myself so that I didn't go to jail and calmed down, took a breath, and then I just iced her ass out. Well, I mean, and that's <laughs> and that's really what you have to do. But I want those people there who might be offended or um, concerned about like how people ask their questions that this is a total like safe space. Oh my we're god, recording. The, the most safe. And, and people, what's amazing is the people that we've had on so far. Again, like we aren't just interviewing people in the LGBTQ plus community on this show. Like yes. you guys are going to listen to. Housewives, you're gonna listen to sexologists, photographers. You're gonna, I mean, a ton of different people, porn stars, whatever. Like they're all on here. And what's amazing is that it is a safe space. You don't have to be anything. We just want to talk and have a good time, yes, and create that safe space so that you know, perhaps the people that are listening to one. I hope you guys laugh a lot and Uh, ask questions and ask questions yes Uh, so definitely follow us so we can have an open dialogue Um, Darren is going to hit on everyone yes and Liz is going to ask you to follow her on Instagram and that's pretty much (laughs) what we do and um, you know again I just I'm so thankful for this I'm so thankful to our producers at Embassy Row for believing in us and yeah they're the best and they've always been very open and honest and super fun and I think when we presented this idea originally you know it's when I tell my parents like what are you going out to LA for because I live in New York and Liz lives in LA so it's kind of a bi-coastal podcast and so when I was going out to my parents were like you know what are you doing and I was like oh recording a new podcast they're like, well, what, you know, I do another podcast for Oxygen called Martinis and Murder. And they were like, oh, for Martinis? And I was like, no, it's a, uh, it's a, it's a different one. And they were like, well, what's it called? And I was like, scissoring isn't a thing. And my parents just looked at me and laughed. They were like, that sounds right up your alley, Darren. And I was like, exactly well, right I up my alley. Well, I love that you can but- tell your parents. My parents don't understand. So right. I kind of just told them. I was like, yeah, Sarni has a show for me. And I just like. 
you know, just doing just it. like talk about stuff. Also, my parents are so much older than your parents and so old that thank God. How old are they? My dad is 82. My mom is 74. It was impossible for them to find me, all my digital shows previously. Yeah. There is no way they're finding a podcast. So this is a safe space for you. Safe more, space, guys. Safe space. I, I want to <laughs> piggyback on what you were saying before because, you know, you're asked a stupid question and obviously you're offended with what you, you know, what that woman said to you. Um, but I also think that in this day and age, sometimes I think at least for me, identifying as a lesbian, there are questions that are asked that come across offensive, but the person asking it doesn't mean to totally. be offensive. Absolutely. And obviously we don't know this girl and we can make all the judgments that we want because nah, she, she was doesn't a know moron. I but mean, but exactly. We can make all the judgment, but a friend, you know, if uh, there's a difference between someone randomly coming up to you and be like, Oh, do you go scissor versus being like, well, I'm curious, like, Totally. You know, what is a sexual experience like for a lesbian? What do you consider sex? Yeah. Going down on, is that sex? Is fingering sex? Like what, and those types of questions, I don't like, like cancel culture. I don't think that by asking a question, you're automatically offensive. And I ask questions, you know, sometimes where people clarify for me and I'm learning, we're both learning. It's a learning experience. And so I want this podcast, as do you, to be a place where you can freely ask questions as long as the context of what you're asking it is genuine genuine curiosity as opposed to discriminatory or something negative like it's totally cool asking us anything it's it takes a lot for I think both of us to be offended by much at least for me it doesn't take that much no me too and I the only reason and I think it's so funny that we're talking about that dinner the other night is I think what was interesting about it is just like the context right like it's all about context before you could answer yes she was asking yeah and I think you know in thinking about this show, again, our interviews that we've done so far have been so, like we literally, guys, everybody that's listening, this is not a joke. We all walk out. I just keep feel like I keep having more friends. I'm like, oh, and my new friend, and my new friend. We're like, just using this as a ploy to increase our Rolodex, obviously. I know, but you know, we're all hugging. We're all having such a good time and it's so positive. So and positive. I just, you know, maybe this podcast can help people have those conversations and get to know people in different ways and ask themselves questions. Yeah, and I think if you're if you're listening and you're interested just by the title alone, we hope that you gain something. Yeah. And if you don't gain anything, let us know. Like, we're also completely open. But, like, to any- be really nice about it because I am actually very sensitive. And you can I, give me open, I open feedback, but just, like, don't be mean. But we're so excited to do this. We have so many good people yep. in the docket. And it's an honor to do it with you, you a, f- too. a friend, and just someone that I absolutely trust. And I feel like we ask each other questions all the time. We do. I mean, even saying to you about the nails, you know what I mean? Like that could have been taken someplace <laughs> different if you didn't know that I was gay or you didn't know who I was. But it's like, I don't want anyone to ever feel bad for being curious or yeah, trying no, to be funny. And that's what scissoring isn't a thing is all about. And follow us on Instagram at S-I-A-T podcast. Mm-hmm. I have to remind myself of the acronyms because I always... scissoring isn't a thing. I get it. Darren, I, I know, but I have to like say the first letter. Uh, but we're so excited. You can follow me at Carpe Darren, at Listen to Liz. Uh-huh. And feel free to DM us at any time. If you have a guest you want us to talk to or a question you want asked, we are more more than welcome to be open and curious just like you guys we're really excited about it thank you for listening to scissoring isn't a thing see you next tuesday